Welcome to the Woman Warriors Podcast, where we're working to help you call a truce with your anxiety. The information in this podcast is not a substitute for seeking help from a licensed mental health professional. Now, here's your host, Elizabeth Cush, LCPC. Welcome back to the Woman Warriors podcast. I am your host, Elizabeth Cush, and I'm a licensed clinical professional counselor in Annapolis, Maryland. And today's episode is going to be a little different this week's episode. I am just working through processing, feeling all the feelings around the protests the rioting, I don't like that word, but the protests around the country and around the world after George Floyd's death, murder. So today's episode I'm going to dedicate to some women of color in podcasting, and I'm going to share their podcasts with you in a little bit. But I just wanted to share uh, kind of where I am in this moment and um, would love to know where you are, how you're doing, um, because it feels really hard right now. And I'm white, (laughs) So it's not as hard for me as it is for women of color, for black women. So I wrote a post on Facebook this week just talking about working toward empathy and compassion for the violence that's happening, the looting in some cities because I think a a lot of us or a lot of people of color are at a boiling point and that there keeps being promises of change in police forces and promises of change in communities, and yet the racism continues. It's so deeply embedded in our culture and our country and in us, white people, that the dismantling of this is going to take an effort from white people in general, but, but liberal white people in particular. (laughs) So I was thinking back to 2015 when my middle son was assigned to report on the protests in Baltimore after after Freddie Gray was killed, died in a police van after being handcuffed, and then driven around the city in a very reckless, dangerous way by police. And my son was there in the midst of the violence, and I was terrified. I was so scared for his safety. He's white. He's a, he was a 20-something young man reporting on 
what was happening. And it hit me then, as it does now, that that level of fear is something that black moms experience probably every day. Every day that their sons go out into the world, the fear, the worry that will they come back? Will they be alive? Will they get pulled over by police randomly because of the color of their skin to just worry about their safety all the time? And that just hurts to think about how hard that would be. Where my fear for my son was situational in that moment because he was in a dangerous place. For women of color, that danger sits with them 24-7. And that's hard to sit with. That's hard to be with. That is hard for me to process and feel and own that that is what our country is. That is where we are still. But it's not just black men who are being victimized and assaulted and harassed by police and sometimes being sexually assaulted by police or in their communities and killed but more often than not, the, women's, the women who have been victimized are much less visible. If you even take what's happening today, I don't hear the outrage for Brianna Taylor's murder as I do for George Floyd. Perhaps that's because there was a video, but still... She was killed in her own apartment by police. And why aren't we screaming about that or screaming louder? And I do get emotional about this. I'm angry. And for me, oftentimes anger comes out as tears. And so I am not looking for sympathy on how I'm feeling. That is not the purpose of this podcast. It just, I wanted to address the fact that I know my voice shows the emotion that I'm feeling and it's not about trying to make me feel better about how shitty this all is. So today, I want to share with all of you Some women of color who I know as acquaintances, some I know more closely as what I would consider friends, colleagues, and share with you their podcasts. Some are mental health related, two are mental health related, one is not, but they're all women I admire for the work that they're doing out there in the world. I will also share some anti-racism education learning resources in the show notes for the podcast. So if you are interested in doing your own work, which I will admit I have done some work and 
I'm now going to continue doing more around my own ingrained racist beliefs, unconscious racist behaviors and thoughts. I'm going to be continuing to do my own work and also making a commitment to bring more women of color on the podcast because that's important to me. Because we have to do our own work. We have to do our own work. Other people can't figure this out for us. And um, yeah, we got to be solid in our foundation of what we believe, what we stand for, confident in our ability to speak out against racism. That's important. So today, talking about other podcasters. So the first podcast is called Therapy for Black Girls. Dr. Joy Harden Bradford, I have met, I think I met her once at the podcasting um, conference. Now it's probably three years ago in Philly. Uh, I don't know her well, but she is a part of a couple of podcasting groups I'm a part of. And I totally admire her work, and she's got an amazing podcast. So uh, Dr. Joy Harden Bradford is a licensed psychologist, speaker, and the host of the wildly popular mental health podcast, Therapy for Black Girls. Her work focuses on making mental health topics more relevant and accessible for black women. And she delights in using pop culture to illustrate psychological concepts. She has been featured in O, The Oprah Magazine, Forbes, Bustle, MTV, Huffington Post, Black Enterprise, Refinery29, Teen Vogue, and Essence. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is a weekly chat about all things mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. And you can find that at therapy, therapyforblackgirls.com. I will share the link for that in the show notes. This next podcast is called The Savvy Social Podcast, and Andrea Jones is the host. I consider her a friend. We've met a couple of times at different podcasting events. She is full of energy and positivity, and I just enjoy each time I see her getting to know her a little bit better. I've seen her be a presenter as well as an attendant in podcasting conferences, and uh, she's doing some great stuff. So the Savvy Social Podcast is a podcast for budding entrepreneurs who want to understand the how and the why of social media marketing. Andrea Jones helps businesses create an impact beyond their brand through authentic social media marketing strategies that focus on building a community and real of real and engaged followers. Outside of serving her full service clients, she loves teaching what she knows about what she knows on the Savvy Social Podcast and the Savvy Social School. She says social media should be fun 
and her mission is to reduce that overwhelming feeling and build a strategy strategy that works for you. You can find that podcast at onlinedrea.com forward slash podcast. Again, I will include all the links to these amazing podcasts in the show notes. Lastly, I would like to recommend the Latinx Therapy Podcast by Adriana Alejandre. She's been a guest on the podcast uh, early on, and I will link to that, our chat in the show notes. But uh, the Latinx Therapy Podcast with Adriana Alejandre is a weekly podcast that discusses mental health topics related to Latinos, Latinas, and Latinx individuals in efforts to demystify myths and diagnoses. Cultural and commonly stigmatized themes will be discussed with Latinx mental health professionals, psychiatrists, doctors, bloggers, TV personalities, social media influencers, entrepreneurs, and many more people. There are Spanish segments that are aired every other week as well. This project was created after she noticed a need for more education for the Latinx Spanish-speaking community, especially in audio form. And you can find that either on your favorite podcasting platform or at latinxtherapy.com forward slash podcast. She is also a therapist that works with clients one-on-one, and she's out in California. If you would like to take a more active role in calling for justice and change. I have a list of things that you can do that was actually compiled by my friend, colleague, fellow podcaster, and coach, Lee Shea McDonough, who has been on the podcast twice. But she had a wonderful list on Facebook that I'm going to share here. But also uh, there is... um, a Google Doc that I will also share in the show notes that has some additional actual learning, educational um, courses, books, things of that nature. So you can find that at womanwarriors.com in the show notes for this episode, episode 109. So how do we white people, me, a white person, you, if you are a white person, take more, a more active role in change. By acknowledging the ways we have directly and indirectly perpetuated racism in our culture, by recognizing the privilege we have and how we benefit from it, by centering the experience of black indigenous people of color and calling out when whiteness is overtly or covertly used as an ideal or normative reference point. By speaking out against white supremacy, xenophobia, and other systems of oppression that are operating in the background. By educating ourselves about racism and by taking on the mental and emotional load that black indigenous people of color have shouldered for decades and not asking them to educate us for free or to serve as a proxy for their community. By educating our children about the realities of racism, of white privilege, and modeling the behavior we wish to see in the world. 
And uh, for me, as the mother of three grown white men, this was my most sacred and important duty as a mom. And I'm happy to say I have raised three very socially aware boys, men. By white people engaging in conversation with other white people about racism and by being an agent of change within our communities. By refraining from posting and sharing images of victims that promote black trauma porn as a means of calling for change. And instead, posting things that illuminate the uniqueness and humanity of the person. By supporting black indigenous people of color owned businesses and entrepreneurs and featuring their expertise in our conferences, our summits, trainings, programs, and podcasts. And by listening more than talking, by accepting our responsibility for our actions, by acknowledging when we have done wrong, by seeking forgiveness, and by pledging to do better and then actually doing better. This is by no, mean, no means a in, all-inclusive list. We can always be working to do better, recognizing, calling out racism, doing our own work, learning, studying, reading, educating ourselves on how to be less racist. Not racist at all. But it's hard. It's really hard. It's hard work. It's uncomfortable work. As I said, I've done some of my own work and it can bring up a lot of shame, a lot of guilt. Um, For me, it can bring up a lot of pain. Just noticing times when I have not spoken up when I wished I had. But it has also brought a greater awareness within me when that racism just sneaks in unawares where I'm making assumptions either about people or places or events. And that awareness has helped me to stop, recognize where I'm going and reframe my thoughts and my actions and my feelings in a less racist way. So I am by no means perfect at this. I am still working actively on being a a better human, a better white human, a better white woman, a more actively anti-racist woman. So all the resources, all the podcasts that I mentioned today will be included in the show notes. I hope you will check out the podcast. All of them are amazing and informative and fountains of information. And I hope you will take steps this week to recognize in you some of the ways that our white culture, our white patriarchal patriarchal culture has impacted the lives of people of color pretty much since the inception of our country. 
Ciao for now from This Woman Warrior. Thanks for listening and subscribing to the Woman Warriors podcast. Music was written and performed by Andy Cush. If you'd like more information on this episode, you can find the show notes, the resources shared today, and links to the guests' profiles at womanwarriors.com.